Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning, and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. You know, I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, Bola Tinubu has three more days to submit his ministerial nominees. Three more days. It's been 57 days since he was sworn in on May 29th and the constitution demands that he do it in 60 days. Again, before he was sworn in, Dilalake, uh, his uh, special uh, aide, said that a month maximum is enough for any serious government to form its cabinet and put a structure of government in place after the swearing-in, end quote. In three days' time, Lagos will be at 60 days, 57 days gone. I'll remind you that in 1999, it took President Obasanjo five days to nominate his ministers. We had that list by June 4th. I'll remind you that in 2003, it took President Obasanjo 25 days to nominate his ministers. We had that list by June 23rd. And in 2011, it took President Jonathan 30 days to nominate his ministers. We had his own list by June 28th. Three more days. We'll see what happens. I've got a second hard fact of the day for you. $70,000. That's how much cash an Eco Hotel employee found and returned to a guest. Her name is Ngozi Mary Kekwaru. And she's getting lots of praise and lots of attention on social media for doing the right thing in the face of massive temptation. It's almost 60 million naira that this woman returned. Almost 60 million. So, yeah, um, great stuff. 
I've got a third hard fact of the day. The Super uh, Falcons of Nigeria are the only African team to get a point out of their first group stage match at the Women's World Cup. Zambia, South Africa and Morocco, they all lost their openers. Uh, Zambia chopped five goals from Japan. Morocco swallowed six from Germany. Uh, Super Falcons drew their own match with our second country, Canada. And I'm super proud of them. Well done to the Super Falcons. I hope that we can do even better in the remaining um, two group matches. One million negotiations cannot be wrong. Thanks for listening to Hard Facts. I've got a great show for you today, starting with the big three. Let's talk about uh, uh, the Lagos State Government burying over a hundred NSARS victims. Then let's talk about the increase in Unity Schools tuition. And then let's talk about APC Southwest accusing the Tinubu administration of marginalizing them in favor of Lagos. On Madame Landlord, we'll talk about what, what happens when uh, Madame Landlord tries to make a new tenant pay an old tenant's electricity bill. And on the big hard fact, let's talk about how you are handling the hike in fuel prices. How you day? We'll have that conversation at five. At five, you just give me a call and vent. Pretend I'm your therapist today. I'm not a therapist. I don't have a, a license to be a therapist. But venting about these things that we are all dealing with at this time um, can quite uh, can, can be quite um, cathartic. So 5 p.m. Let's do that exercise. Huh? As usual, we'll have news updates at the top of the, every, of the hour every hour. And then I'll hand you over to the newsroom for the newsroom. But I am Sandra Ezekwesili-Lagos. These are your hard facts. in three years enough to raise awareness about 103 unclaimed bodies one advert in three years is that enough to raise awareness about 103 unclaimed bodies how can government fund unity schools while keeping them affordable for all families are there cracks within the Southwest APC? It was a big weekend, Lagos. Let's talk. And let's start with this raging controversy about the 103 bodies that the Lagos State Government is spending 60 million naira to bury. A memo surfaced showing an approval for this mass burial of bodies from the NSARS protests. Critics of the government say that this is evidence that bodies were recovered from the Lekki toll gate after the Lekki massacre. But the government insists that that's not true. Let me read you the full statement from the State Ministry of Health so that you have full context about the government's position on this thing. Quote, the attention of the Lagos state government has been drawn to some social media publications about a purported mass burial plan for casualties of the 2020 NSARS incident. Peddlers of the news are deliberately misinterpreting and sensationalizing a letter from the Lagos state government 
Public Procurement Agency titled Letter of No Objection Mass Burial for the 103, the year 2020, NSARS victims. And this letter goes on to say, or this uh, statement goes on to say, that this uh, publication is being used to misinform the public, stir public sentiment, and cause public disaffection against the Lagos state government. While the Lagos state government would not have dignified the mischievous elements peddling such news with a response, we could consider it appropriate to set the records straight and draw the attention of well-meaning citizens to the antiques of some unscrupulous elements who are hell-bent on disrupting the peace and tranquility of Lagos with distorted news and half-truths about the PPA letter. It is public knowledge that the year 2020 NSARS crisis that snowballed into violence in many parts of Lagos recorded casualties in different areas of the state and not from the Lekki Tollgate as being inferred in the mischievous publications. For the records, the Lagos State Environmental Health Unit picked up bodies in the aftermath of NSARS violence and community clashes at Kwaba, Ketu, Ikorodu, Orile, Ajegunle, Abulegba, Ikeja, Ojota, Ekoro, Oba, Isolo, and Aja areas of Lagos State, including a jailbreak at Ikoyi Prison. The 103 casualties mentioned in the document were not from these incidents, were from these incidents and not from the Lekki Tollgate, as being alleged. For the avoidance of doubt, nobody was retrieved from the Lekki Tollgate incident. In the aftermath of NSAR's violence, the office of the chief coroner invited members of the public through uh, public adverts and announced who had lost their loved ones and whose relatives had been declared missing between 19th and 27th October from various clashes, as mentioned above, to the Department of Pathology and Forensic Medicine of the Lagos State University Teaching Hospital, Lassus, to help with identification of these casualties deposited in state-owned morgues. Relatives were to undergo DNA tests for identification purposes. It is important to state categorically that nobody responded to the claim, any of the responded to claim any of the bodies. However, after almost three years, the bodies remain unclaimed, adding to the congestion of the morgues. This spurred the need to decongest the morgues, a procedure that follows very careful medical and legal guidelines in the event that a relative may still turn up to claim a lost relative years after the incident. The congestion of our public morgues is a periodic and regular exercise approved by Governor Babajide Sungulu to free up space in mortuaries that have large number of unclaimed bodies. End quote. Now, the statement I just read to you in full, I read it in full so that you have the full context and nobody will say, Sandra, that's not what the government said. That statement was from Dr. The permanent secretary, Ministry of Health. Now, when this statement came out on Twitter, critics of the Lagos state government pushed back. The first pushback is timing. They want to know why the government waited until the memo leaked to address this issue. 
wouldn't it have made more sense if over the past couple of years the government had been repeatedly blowing the alarm that they have all these unclaimed bodies from NSARS and that they want the loved ones to come and claim them or they'll be forced to bury them en masse. So that's the first criticism. The second criticism that the Lagos State government is getting as a result of this. Wouldn't that have eliminated any possible accusations of a cover-up? Now, the government has pointed out that it did post an advert asking people to come and claim bodies. And we covered it here on Hard Facts, Lagos. If you remember, when the Lagos State government put out that advert, we covered it here on, on, on Hard Facts. But the government's critics are saying that one or two newspaper adverts are not the most effective way to tell people to come and identify their bodies. After all, these bodies were recovered from specific areas, according to the government. So wouldn't it have made more sense for the government to work with the LCDAs and the communities, identify families whose loved ones went missing during the, the violence? Wouldn't that be an easy way to identify the bodies if that was what the government wanted to do? And then the critics of the Lagos State government point to the toll gate uh, explanation that we got from the Lagos state government because this press statement says that none of the bodies are from the toll gate none from the toll gate now lagos back in 2020 the governor said that three people died there were those bodies not recovered were they identified How you see this situation? Have you been following it? Did the government do enough to have these victims identified as far as you're concerned? Have they done enough to erase the suspicions that these are indeed Leki Massacre victims? Again, I, re I read you the full statement of the legal state government. 70 993 there's Twitter at Nigeria Info FM and there's Facebook Nigeria Info 99.3. Hello, thanks for calling us. Ah, yeah. Why are you congratulating me? Oh, I'm glad you're here today. Welcome. I'm Joshua. Joshua, welcome. Welcome. Yes, Joshua, talk to me. What I want, what I want to say exactly is that you see this lucky uh, target. The truth will still come out. There is nothing hide under this sun, just thunder. Nothing a man will do under this sun that will be hidden forever. Then whatever they lie, let them continue hiding it, tempting it. The truth one day to come out. The only thing they can do is to come out. Just to Nigeria, and, you, and the, the blood that was shared with eh? you cannot kill human being, and you believe that that is all when they are not animals. So that is just my own take. All right, Joshua, thank you very much for calling to share your thoughts. 99.3. Yeah, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Yeah, this is Rita calling from Lakwe. Welcome, Rita from Lakwe. Sandra, a lot, a lot is hidden inside that word 
that letter of address. Fine, as you said, it's under if I addressed it. At the end of the day, when the white paper came out, they said only one person. So is it because they claim that they've said to the family of that person means there was not any dead body from Lekki to get? Please, see, I don't know. As for me, politicians, I don't know what they are hiding. Or it's just that I don't know. I don't know, Sandra. I don't even know how to put it that the truth is hidden from them that they cannot even say the truth from their mouth. What are we going to do at the end of the day? Find all the ransom or move them out from that seat. You know that that seat is so important. Who are you leading? You are leading people that at the end of the day, when they are being killed, nobody will come out and testify that, yes, my people are being killed. I do not want it. So what are you not doing for the people? Why are you le- what is the leadership over there now? It's just because of that seat and the money. That you cannot say the truth again. So why are you not the leader? Why, as in, why are you a leader of a country or a state that you cannot even come out and say the truth? The people do not want you. This thing you did is not even... I could remember, I told Sherry this morning, when he interviewed the governor of Lagos State, mm-hmm. he brought it out and said, people are now bringing it that we are supposed to move out of this. But has he done the right thing when we have 103 people that you want to bury for 60 million? Is it the right thing that the governor himself did? Because if the election was coming, he wanted to win the election, and he was making that statement. Only that statement, alone, Sandra, I never said I'm going to vote for APC because that thing got me angry. I, I know of somebody that died, not in the toll gate. I could show you this money. Hmm. And a lot of bodies were even born. Some are jack on the day. They burned the bodies. So you pick them up. Who brought out those dead bodies? It was not seen this answers or ever. Hmm. Because of what happened at the target, that was why people were angry, destroying things, and some other people were killed. So those that were killed over there, we don't want to say anything. It's just because the soldiers went there to shoot. See, the truth will surely come out, and people are going to pay for it. Whether you being governor or president, they are going to pay for it at the end of the day when the truth ends up coming out. All right, thank you very much for calling. Ninety nine point three. Sandra, <laughs> how was your weekend? It was short. How was yours? Ah. Uh, we thank Gosha for the gift of life. Abby. Hmm. We are here again today. <laughs> My daughter, they laugh at our talk. <laughs> this, this one, our market woman, though. Hmm. You know, see, I don't ask you what they say. This our country. That the resident of Seta begins. We are in balance, put. Somebody go say they go church, eh? You know what people talk through. Mm. It good. I will go there. Praise the Lord, because he good. Praise. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Eh? So now, you, the first time when he come out when he talk, say the thing you just read just now. Mm. Say three people. He share that thing come out for the memories. His wife come out. Those dead bodies, Nigeria, like made the burial. God will judge oh, every one of us. All our iniquity will come up at the end of the day. All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello? Good afternoon, Sandra. 99.3. Good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Fortunate. Talk to me, Fortunate. I'm coming from Welcome. Talk to me. 
Yeah, you see the issue at uh, Lucky Toge mm. uh, because it has drew international community uh, attention. Okay. There is never a time that the Lagos State government is going to own up to its responsibility of what happened there. Mm. But me personally, I can tell you where I was in Bagada. I was working in the hospital then. Okay. On Bagada William Street, mm-hmm. two persons were gone down. Two were rushed into our hospital. The, one of them, the brain was shattered. Ooh. We could not respond to it because those boys who said we must respond to the treatment. I remember then we have to take them in the ambulance and rush there to the Bagada General Hospital. Mm. And at the end of the day, I guess the two of them later died. But it's not about the issue of what happened at the Togate alone. Every Nigerian has a right to be alive. Whether they were killed at the Togate or they were killed in other parts of Lagos, the, it was the issue that the police had to own up to, and the government had to own up to. So we should not be talking, well, the government should not be talking about an issue that nobody is coming up from, for the toll gate. What of the people that were killed in other parts of Lagos? Is this not part of the NSAS killing? So they must own up to its responsibility and uh, compensate this family and compensate them. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you, Fortunate, for calling. All right, we've got about one minute uh, before we have to take a break. So, uh, hi, what's your name, sir? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Salma. Welcome. You've got one minute. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just short of words right now. And the things I've been seeing online, the comments from the Nigeria government, especially the Labour State government, and the governor of Liberal State himself, I'm shocked. Sometimes I think, you know, the the devil was actually a Nigerian. So that is it. All right, you're shocked, he says. Okay, Lagos, we'll take a break. When we come back from this break, let's talk about uh, uh, this story some more. And then we'll talk about the increase in school fees for those of you who have children in Unity schools. Now, of course, for those of you who have children in private schools, I'm sure that... Um, September school fees will also increase as well. What are your thoughts about that? We'll have that conversation after the break. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. If you just tuned in, I'm Sandra Ezekwesli and you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Apologies about that interruption. Uh, You missed us talking about the Lagos State Government's reaction to 103 bodies that the government plans to bury with 60 million naira. A memo surfaced online showing approval for this mass burial of bodies from the NSAS protests. And uh, I read to you the statement from the Ministry of Health. The PAMSEC from the Ministry of Health um, said to us that uh, people are misconstruing uh, the document that surfaced online, that in fact, none of the 103 bodies found were from the Lekki Tollgate massacre, that these bodies uh, are from everywhere else but the Lekki Tollgate. People are talking about the timing of this, you know, why did the government wait? until this memo leaked before government started um, you know speaking on having 103 bodies in a mortuary that are unclaimed um, 
And I reminded you that uh, we covered when the government put out an ad on uh, several newspapers saying that people should come and identify family members. Now, some people have said, why didn't the government repeatedly blow alarm that they have 103 bodies unclaimed from NSARS, you know? Um, because if the government had done that, would people be right now accusing the government of a cover-up three years later? Um, and then, of course, I mentioned that, um, um, you know, there, there's the point about the toll gate as well. This press statement says that none of the bodies are from the toll gate. But if you remember back in 2020, governor said three people died there. Um, well, one of them had blunt force trauma and was taken to the hospital were those bodies not recovered? Were those bodies not identified? I don't know. What do you think of this uh, of this situation? Do you think the government did enough, has done enough to erase the suspicions that um, these are lucky massacre victims? Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. We've got WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 959 75805. 99.3. Hello. Hello. How are you? What's Good your afternoon. name? Good afternoon. Hi, Alma. Welcome. Welcome. Talk to me. Sister, it is very, very unimaginable and highly exclaimable that government is increasing tuition fee now which will be the least something that is supposed to be facing now. One, they should review back what ASU was asking in terms of infrastructure and the facility and the library and the short loan for students, like two, two million naira for students that need it. Don't be saying, you go tell me, anybody where in Papa, they collect less than 40,000, now you go qualify. No, understand me. So they should do something for schools, give them loan. Second thing, considering mass barrier for NSAS beating. And see, it's a combination in the and a very people that have families. It is very abominable. Call their family. Give them five hundred thousand, like a they said in Sandra too. Concerning Southwest being marginalized, according to them. <laughs> where did that where did that go talk? Since nineteen seventy, reintegration, reconstruction and rehabilitation. Or in kind of ah, we not see. Where do we go? Where do we go and talk? No, what do we do? Give us a Give us a Okay, 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Give us a call back if you can. 99.3, hello. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Uh, this is Molly calling from Solar. Talk to me. Honestly, I'm banned. Okay. Seriously banned. The life of Nigerians be cut off cut out in such a manner um, in such a cool manner and in, even without no empathy about this source created by God Almighty that none of us can create even one part of the body which God has created and given to us freely you could remember very vividly that during the, the report of the committee being set up to look into the answers problem in Lagos State mm -hmm. there was a report that came up that 99 bodies were recovered. Mm -hmm. And immediately, few hours later, the matter changed, and the lawyer was threatened, allegedly. The, the chairman of the committee was somehow threatened, allegedly. These are the problems we're having. Let me tell you, there's one thing someone says 
from one of the northern leaders say, say conscience is an open wound. Only the truth will heal it. If only truth will heal Nigerian problem, no matter what, for all this blood littering, blood slaughtering of Nigerian citizens, and thinking because they want to remain in power, to remain in authority, Nigeria will never see progress until these leaders be able to confess. They all must face the judgment. They all must face it. Even with their children, they will face it. God knows it, and it will most surely come to pass. Okay, thank you very much for calling. Let's uh, bring you our second story from the weekend as well. Um, if you have a child who goes to a unity school... Um, uh, their school fees have been increased. Now, federal government approved this increment on May 25th. May 25th was the final week of Buhari's administration. That's why the Tinubu administration is shouting, no be we do a, no be we, no be we, no be we. But at the same time, the Tinubu administration does have the power to reverse this increment if they want to. So while they did not initiate it, they are choosing to continue it. And again, this brings up the question of ministers. By now, if we had a new education minister in place who could um, take responsibility for policy direction, would we have some of these issues? Would perhaps the minister be in front of journalists answering, okay, well, this is why we have to do this at this time. Or, well, we didn't initiate this, but we think it's a good idea and these are the reasons why. I don't know. But we don't have one. Now, let's get into the details. The fees for a JS1 student are going up from 45000 to 100000 Fees for the higher classes are also going up. Tuition itself will remain free, but we're going to get increments in other things like boarding fees, uniforms, textbooks, deposit, uh, exercise books, prospectus, caution fee, ID cards, stationary clubs, society, sports, extra lessons, insurance, all of those things. The the, the position of the ministry is that the old fees cannot actually pay for everything a student needs during a term. They also say that money from the government does not always come to the school in time. So the schools rely on the fees to handle stuff like boarding and feeding and healthcare. Maybe this is why when you go to a sick bay in a secondary school, it's only paracetamol they have there. Maybe. But Isha raises a question about, you know, subsidization. Even if government cannot subsidize everything, hmm? isn't education one of the things that government must subsidize? If we get to the point where parents must pay for everything their wards need in school, won't we end up with a situation where the children of the poor cannot get a basic education? If that happens, doesn't that mean that they are being condemned to be poor generation after generation? Do you believe that it is accurate to say that government can no longer subsidize unity schools. Because unity schools, again, I'm not talking to those of you who have money and your children are in private schools. I'm talking about, I'm talking to those of you who have your children in unity schools. We're talking specifically about unity schools now. Is it accurate to say that government can no longer subsidize unity schools? Or do you believe that government needs to make this a priority? 
and find other places where it can cut costs to make sure that public secondary education is available and affordable for the brightest young minds. I'm thinking about people like Deborah Pamzat and uh, uh, um, people like, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember their names now, like um, uh, Ramadan. Children like this are going to unity schools, you know, bright young minds. I'm not saying that for them, they cannot afford to be in unity schools. But what if they can't? If they can't, it means that I would not have been able to meet them for I beg to differ. You wouldn't have met them for I beg to differ. So is it accurate to say, Lagos, that government can no longer subsidize unity schools? Do you think government needs to make this a priority? Find other places to get the money from, to cut costs from, and put the money in education for secondary school students. I don't know. What do you think? 07009939393993 Hello, thanks for calling us. Hello, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? My name is Inyola. Welcome, Inyola. Talk to me. Concerning the unity school matter, mm-hmm. I went to unity school. Okay. Do you, I'm very surprised that the fees is doing 100,000. Hmm. Do you know what we're paying hmm. at everything. Hmm. Let's say PT was 7,000. Mm-hmm. Even with that, some people do not pay. Yeah. People come to school like begging to like, let their children enter, they'll pay later. Later, right. So, 200,000. You don't see people taking their children to unity school. Do you think they don't want to take their children to private schools? Hmm. I don't understand what this government is and it's just really annoying. Thank you. Aniola, thank you very much for calling to share your thoughts. 99.3? Sandra. Ma. Good evening. Good evening. What's your name? <laughs> Why you they laugh now? I don't even talk you they laugh. The way where they call my name, it ginger me. Oh, Sandra, don't say of our politician, Jerry. Yeah, you don't say what they don't they lie, lie to us. So this one no go be new to us, okay? Okay. Maybe they thought they're no sense to jago. Then sense to jago. Then no key. Then key. I said that they draw themselves out, draw their leg out, draw their mouth out. No problem. Look what they see. Truth don't they come out. The truth must surely prevail, no matter how long it takes. Mm. You see, for school, mm-hmm. if I thought they put on one million, my children, mm. then go go. Hmm. This regime go better for me and my children. For you too, what they do. Bless you as well. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3, hello. Yeah, Sandra, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Uh, you have Emmanuel on the line. I'm calling you from Ekwe. Welcome, Emmanuel. Sandra, I foresee the next 10, 15, 20 years being a disaster for Nigeria. Why do you think so? There are going to be a lot of bandits, you know, in the, on the streets of this country. Why do you think so? You know, because uh, if you don't educate, uh, I mean, the young ones, if they are not enlightened, mm. I wonder what will happen to such a society. Uh, the government is not doing as much, you know, before. And now the parents who are trying to do their best for their kids, you know, the motiv- I mean, the motivation is taken out. Uh, with all these ideas, how do you think parents are going to meet up? Those who are struggling, you know, who, who, who have promised, you know, who, who are earning so little, but who have promised to send their children to school, their kids to school, don't you think they will be demotivated to send their children to school? 
Thanks for that. I foresee the nearest future being, I don't want to spell doom, but people should prepare for, for the worst if the government is not uh, fixing some things about the education. And then for the lucky to gates, I mean, issue, mm. uh, it's painful the kind of people we have at the position of authority. You know, people who do not really care about uh, the, the, the claim they govern us, you know, but uh, uh, I don't really know the kind of people they are because the things happened then and a lot of lights came up. We had the inspector fashion detected, uh, was it a camera or something? Did they investigate anything out of the camera? Uh, what is the position of things? And now, now uh, during the MFLA crisis, how many people did they pick up on the streets of Nigeria? During the height of COVID, how many people did they pick up, pick up on the streets of Nigeria? Then we'll be able to, I mean, uh, compare the, the notes, you know. If, yes, they really pick these people up, uh, how many days did it take them to pick these people up in the street? I mean, on the streets of Lagos? You know, vis-a-vis, -vis, uh, I mean, uh, how many people were picked up? Then let's compare the notes and let's see if people were not picked up in Lekki. Uh, why did they clean up that environment in the morning of that day? very early in the morning. There are a lot of questions uh, that are begging for answers that I know they will never ever give us answers to this question. Thank you and good afternoon. Thank you, Manuel, and good afternoon to you. I've got messages on, on WhatsApp, so let's take a look at it. Uh, Bola from Lecky says, the cry about Unity School is hypocrisy. You cannot find the children of the poor there. The pupils are children of bureaucrats and government officials. Even the 100,000 Arab boarding fees cannot carry the cost. There are only 104 Unity Schools and government is spending more on them than over 1 million public schools. The parents of Unity Schools pupils can either withdraw them and take them to private school or public school <laughs> okay victor from eleganza says i have a plan of going back to school but it, but as it is now i am giving up uh olushoga jayi says even with the obvious truth some people are still claiming that nobody died at the toll gate and that the 103 corps are police officers and some others within legal state but not the toll gate my resolution is uh, that everyone has the courage to take full responsibility when they are wrong, and it's okay that way. Posterity will judge us all. Olushoga Ajayi with that message from Ikorodu. Uh, Sakent says, Sandra, so none of these bodies had IDs on them. Interesting. Everything about this matter reeks of dishonesty. I regret giving the Lagos State Government benefit of doubt. Sakent with that message. Osage says, does this increment affect military schools? Um, are they unity schools? I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to have to look that up and then come back to you. Ruth Ode from Awaya says, during the NSAS protest, I got a call from my friend. Uh, I got a call that my friend was shot at the toll gate that night. I was in Ibadan then. His family tried their best to get his body, but they were threatened by the police. They had to let go of the body because they spent so much traveling from Cross River to Lagos to follow up. At the end, the family had a funeral for him without his body. Ruth uh, O'Day from Awaya with that particular message. All right. Thank you very much for sharing that account. We've got... Um, 
this one here. I thought someone who said no one died at the Lekki toll gate, but DJ Switch, an eyewitness, said she saw ambulance come several times to pick up corpse in Lekki toll gate. The Lagos State Government will soon admit that the Lekki massacre happened, just the way they're paying 60 million to bury 103 bodies. Okay. We've got Kali on Christmas who says, Sandra, the truth is out already. They can deny all they want, but mark my word. Yes, from now, someone among them will write a book and tell it all, which seems to be the normality for those that are in power. Why not say the truth when you are in power? It's a shame. Kali on Christmas, thanks for your message. Uh, this one is from Dampi. Dampi says, Sandra, let me tell you something. The government knows what happened and today they are coming out to say they want to bury them in mass graves. This, this story is story of the week and it will not end because people were killed uh, while singing the national anthem. But the government's trying to deny the truth will come out one day because one day Bushmeat will catch the hunter. Dampi from Magodo. Thanks for your message. 99.3, hello. Sandra, I greet you. I greet you too. Welcome. Yes. Um, do you know that up to today, I still don't know what really happened at the Tollgate three years ago. Mm. A lot of us are confused. And the Lagos State Governor brought this confusion upon some of us. After the interview, or before the interview, Becky Anderson of the CNN, mm-hmm. there was a report that there was nobody that died. Mm-hmm. Later, he came up and said two people died. That confused a lot of us. And there were reports, several reports, a lot of distortions. Supposedly the bodies were taken to the hospital, supposedly the military took some bodies away. That speak that message you what the governor said caused a lot of you know distortion amongst a lot of people. That is why we cannot really ascertain what happened because the last has not been about this issue. Now, how do we differentiate those that were protesting and those that hijacked it? Because a lot of people were killed, they were put Somebody was shot here so early. He was not at the toll gate. Where is the body? Is it part of this 103? The government has raised unnecessary suspicion for itself. And it will be difficult for the government to convince people that what they have said was true. So as it is now, as a country or as a state, why is it difficult for us to really ascertain what really happened when issues are raised up? Do you know that it's a shame to us as a country up to today after many years, after 40 years, we don't know who killed the Rigua. We don't know that there are people that have died in this country today. You cannot say who killed Fisher Women. Forget about the other thing that you hear from anywhere. So, these are the things, the problem we have as a country. Governor Sumulu progressed the error by distorting us and distorting us of minds. So, as it is now, the last of that target issue has not been heard. Thank you. All right, Kevin, thank you very much. I'm not sure that uh, as many people are confused as Kevin from Suleri is, though, because you have those who watched the the um, the Togate uh, massacre live on Instagram, and you, you know they fit Photoshop Instagram live, you know. I know that a lot of you have used Instagram live before, or you have joined Instagram live before. They know they, they, know they fit Photoshop that one. So I'm sure you saw that. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of people have also seen several reports from several media organizations um premium times here in nigeria um uh foundation for investigative journalism um cnn bbc uh dw nta several reports of what happened that night ralph from satellite town says it's really funny first nobody died now 103 people in different locations okay we've got uh this person um 
Adebuega says, why keep people's dead bodies for three years, not allowing their families to have access to them? Who does that? And you want to give them mass burial? This is satanic. Hmm. All right. MacAndy Nikoyi says, good day. Uh, it's a lot of uh, Yoruba that unfortunately I cannot read, but I think it uh, ends up meaning those who kill by the sword must die by the sword. Makandi, thanks for your message. We've got uh, Tunde from Ijegun who says, those who died are those who went to burn police stations and those who face police um, with with the steel K in their hand. Okay. I wonder why this is a topic. Please talk about what happened to the youth at Ezu River in Anambra during OB's tenure. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, if there's new information that comes out from the um, dead bodies in the Ezu River, we'll definitely talk about about it. Unfortunately, today, the latest information out is this leaked memo that the state government itself has addressed. That's why we're talking about it. I know you're not in the industry, so you don't know how news works. Eh? But thank you for your message, Tunde. Ron Fala from Isola says, the reason why the government of Lagos State waited this long before ordering this mass burial is just because of the past election. They knew that if they brought it up before the election, it would affect them uh, negatively. Ron Fala, thanks for your message. Let's come back to the phone lines now. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra, my sister. How are you? I'm very well. What's your name, sir? This will be Colonel from Ikeja, Sandra. Welcome, Obi. Talk to me. Yeah. Sandra, do you know, I'll put it to you, do you know how this memo leaked? How? It was the dead bodies that went and leaked it. <laughs> the spirits of the dead went and Because there's no way an insider there is. They're all, they're all government officials. How do you think they would have leaked the memo? Let me tell you something. For people still supporting this government... People supporting what happened in, they say that what happened in Lake they have just like the person that sent message in Abatoji River. Let me tell you, if he sees anybody wearing white at his back at night, let him know, let him run. These are the body, these are the dead people at the target. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you very much for calling. It's a funny thing to say. 99.3, hello. Oh, sorry about that. Call me back if you can. Okay. Now, the APC Southwest, be like City Day fight. There's a power tussle in there. Uh, right before the weekend, we saw this letter from the Southwest APC support groups to the president. They condemned what they called a legosizing of the APC Southwest. According to them, at least 13 appointments in the new admin have gone to Lagos-based politicians, while APC loyalists from the other southwest states are still waiting. We heard directly from uh, Dele Fulani, one of the leaders of the SASG, and he said that... um, Anything one wants to do now, they have to go to um, Lagos politicians to get clearance for it. What do you think about this quarrel? It reminds me of something I once heard. Marginalization never ends. By the time you divide on regional lines, there's still state versus state. You now divide along state lines. It becomes local government versus local government. Inside the local government, community versus community. Inside the community self, marginalization still day. So here's something for you to think about. We'll go off on a break. And when we come back, I want to hear your thoughts on this. 
is there a solution to marginalization or are we always going to have situations where some group is claiming that they're being marginalized Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. What do you think about this APC Southwest drama? We're getting lots of complaints that our app is down. We apologize for that. Um, our tech team is working round the clock to fix that problem. Lots of complaints from several quarters about our app being down. We have seen these complaints and um, we're working on, on getting it back up. We're so sorry about that. In the meantime, you can listen on www.nigeriainfo.f. Building. Why some have gone close to Bonnie Camp with cameras unknown to them? Why those of us who were there, we, our phones were on, we were with our cameras. So when they came that day, the soldiers, they came, first they were shooting up. So some set of us went to the other side of the Toby. That's where you have the hotel, the Oriental Hotel. And we were holding our hands with our flags up, you know, trying to let them know that we are for peace. We are not fighting against them. But they were shooting up, expecting us to run. But we did not run because we were unarmed. So we understood that in the military, when you come to a place and you see them holding the nation's flag, you are not permitted to shoot. That was the training idea we had. We never knew we were dealing with monsters. Hello, can you hear I'm me? I'm here, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you. Hmm? So they opened fire and they started shooting. And on that straight line, on that street line, three people I were holding dropped dead. I ran to the other side. And when we got to the other side, they've already, they've already rounded us up. So I was at the middle. The switch also died at the middle. We were there. So they opened fire and we were firing people directly. So at the end of the day, after firing, our cameras were still on. And we were taking those shots on live streaming. We were doing the live stream. So those bullets cartridges and live bullet cartridges that dived into our middle. We were able to gather some. And because we were many, we are the middle, we were just covering it. The switch was doing the online streaming and also the, the snapshots of the live bullet ammunition. I will say that I'm really sorry about your experience. I'm really sorry that um, you, you dealt with that, you survived that. I'm also grateful that you survived that. Um, I wish we had more time so that I'll ask you, you know, a number of questions, chief of which is, you know, how have you dealt with the trauma of experiencing that day? But we have to go. We have news coming at four and it's already four.